0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Moving to Florida show. I'm your host, Judson, along with co-host Mohit Badlani. Hi, everyone. How's it going? All right, Mo. Well, uh, we, we thought we were going to have a, an interview today, so we've, we've been caught a little bit unprepared, but I, I think we've got a nice, uh, what did I title it, episode of randomness? Episode of random. <laughs> <laughs> well, Let's just... do it. Let's talk about some random stuff about uh, real estate. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think, first of all, it it is pretty much like uh, National Hate Florida Week right now. Yeah, I know, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Even Texas has it bad right now. (laughs) Uh, Man,
0: yeah, praying for those folks that are, uh, I know that they're having some rolling blackouts over in Texas. Um, I was just scrolling uh, uh, Facebook a little earlier and I saw three or four posts from people I know back in Louisiana where they're like their carports or like awnings have collapsed from no way from <laughs> snow and ice on them. Yeah. I mean, which, you know, they're used to warmer weather down there. They're not, they're not built for that. Right.
1: Right. So my brother-in-law lives in Houston, so they got four inches of snow there. And uh, while he was traveling out, good thing he was traveling out of the state and he was going to Tallahassee for a wedding. So he lost power at his home, but luckily he wasn't home for that. But yeah, Houston's lost a lot of power. They have four inches of snow and everyone's freaking out. People are you know sliding all over the place on black ice because they're not used to having that type of uh, environment of, of snow.
0: That's right. Yeah, we've seen it. Uh, you know, my family back home—they were in the single digits. I think it got down to like nine. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're, now you said, but don't worry, folks. Um, you know, we're getting our winter weather here in Florida too. I just looked, and it's currently sixty-five degrees here. Pretty <laughs> much sun- Rub it in. Uh, and it's it's been a little chilly today. Actually, we you know yesterday it was in the eighties. So I don't know what's yeah. going on.
1: Yeah, it was like 84 yesterday, and then it started to dip. Uh, had a little bit of wind and, and a little bit of rain, and then that cooled off the weather. But, you know, we have these, you know, I guess, uh, what would you call it? Cold snaps?
0: I think we would call this one a cool snap. I don't a think cool we can. cool snap. I don't think we can justifiably call it cold, especially with what everyone else is dealing with. Well, and,
1: well people in Florida who are Floridians, this might be a cold snap for
0: them. And you know what, I cannot tell you how many people I have talked to this week that are going, oh, you know, I've I've got some, some campaigns, some ads running in like New York and stuff like that. And I've talked to so many people that are going, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of this cold. <laughs> so. Can you blame them? I cannot, and I mean that's why we do this show. This is the moving to Florida show, so we're we're talking all about Florida, and I mean it's a little cloudy, a little overcast, a little cool to us, but yeah, sixty five degrees, not not too bad. I'll take it. I'll take it any day. Oh yeah, they they even had snow flurries in uh, in New Orleans, um, yeah. which, which never happens. Um, hey, r- those are like rare moments. But yes, indeed. All right. So, so on to our randomness. Maybe that's our first little bit of randomness. Um, (laughs) One thing I wanted to talk about was uh, again, back to new construction. We've been, you know, we've talked about new construction in the past, but with the inventory shortages that we've been having, we've been seeing more and more people going the new construction route because. They can't find the right home out there for them, right?
1: Yeah, that that's correct. We have about a month and a half, 1.8 months worth of inventory left. And that, I mean, that is, that is, I mean, that's a healthy market. Very, very healthy market. But, I mean, people, you know, clients are not settling. They're like, you know what, you, it, instead of looking for a resale, we we'll might as well just go buy build a new build. It's going to take us six to eight months to build it, but you know, it'll be in our specifications. We get to break it in and all that good stuff about, about having a re, uh, new construction instead of going to a house that's built in 2017, 2016, which is fairly new. I mean, those are, I mean, four or five years old. They're, they're quite new. They still have all the modern, Touches two of them, but you know, instead of uh, going into something in thirty days, they said, you know, we'll hold off and uh, and and wait six, eight months because they're not getting what they want.
0: Right. Yeah. So that's definitely something to con- consider. You know, you said time frame. So I think. Uh, that's something that people have to consider if they're looking at new construction. We used to, you know, as recently as even a year ago, there used to be a lot of inventory homes. The builder, the builders would build these to be built homes where you can come in and pick. You know, I want this floor plan on this lot, and I want these finishes. You pick everything, but right. they would also build a certain number of inventory homes too, where they already got the building permits. They were building things out, and hey, this home's going to be moving ready in one month. But right. we're just not seeing any of that right no. now.
1: There's people are buying just dirt right now. They're buying lots. Uh, what I mean by dirt is lots, so they're buying yep. lots and stuff. Uh, yeah, DR Horton is notorious. What DR Horton is one of the build major builders, uh, in, in Florida and across America. They they they're notorious for having inventory homes four, five, six, ten inventory homes. Some are all almost done, some are practically done. And that, I mean, those are fun to sell because you get to negotiate those and they're they're I and mean, to be built. You, you, I mean. I mean, there's no room for negotiation. Maybe on some incentive side of things and whatnot, but there's no room for negotiation. You get what you get. <laughs> I mean, you're picking out your color scheme, you uh, interior, exterior, all that good stuff, like you mentioned. Um, but at the same time, there's n- there's no room for negotiation with these uh, inventory homes because there isn't any.
0: Right? Yeah. No. No inventory homes, so no room for negotiation there. But yeah, and I mean, at the same time, you're you're having to wait. You know, typically a build out time used to be, you know, six to seven months. Now we're pretty commonly seeing eight, nine months or more Mm -hmm. on build out time because there are shortages of supplies like lumber, shortages of things like appliances. We've been hearing, um, you know, we recently we've been seeing the builders put into the contract that, um, you know, they may not be able to get the particular appliances that were promised you know but they will put something of, of like value in and right. you know they're wanting the buyers to go ahead and sign an addendum saying hey we'll still you know we'll still close even if you can't get the exact appliances you know things like that
1: right right and they're also saying you know what certain appliances they might may take longer like you mentioned but we'll go ahead and close and we'll get it to you after closing maybe like if you if you need a refrigerator, I mean, most places are not giving refrigerators to because of the time timeframe they're, they're, I guess, dishwashers, microwaves, stoves, those are readily available, but refrigerators are one of those things that are, I guess, hard to find at the moment. And they're saying, you know, either you wait for the refrigerator till after closing, or you can purchase your own. And they're not even giving you a credit for it either.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so on that note, that's something I don't think we've mentioned. Um, you know, there are some builders that do like a quote unquote move in ready home where it comes with a refrigerator. It comes with a washer dryer. But for the most part, most of the builders are not doing that. You know, when you go and look at a model home, of course, it's got the the beautiful stainless steel refrigerator. That's the same brand right. that matches the other appliances. Right. But typically um, the, the refrigerator is not included when you buy new construction. Um, right. Uh, same thing with the washer dryer correct yes yes but but then like you mentioned those those uh quote unquote built in items so like your your vent hood microwave your stove um your dishwasher those things normally are included on the new construction and but again
1: because of what's going on with lumber as well windows also are taking forever uh drywall things of that nature are taking a long time for people to for these builders to get in so eight months is actually probably average time right now versus four to six months for dr horton likes to build and build quicks because they they pull permits before everybody else does i think for some reason they they're pretty uh smart about that and they they usually say yeah we'll be ready in about four to five months Even them, they're saying, no, no, no. You're going to have to wait six to eight months, guys. So, yeah, it's, uh, uh, and like we mentioned in one of our shows, if one uh, of these plants, these lumber plants or these uh, appliance area uh, warehouses and stuff, and somebody has COVID in them, they shut the whole place down. down. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, so they shut down for two weeks, and that delays everybody, not just D.O. Horton, Pulte. It delays everyone. Even regular consumers are going to Best Buy and trying to purchase one.
0: Right. Yeah, for sure. Well, and so, I mean, like we said, the builders are saying eight, nine, 10 months when we go to contract at this point, but you know, there's it's, it's hopeful. <laughs> We're at least hopeful that they're trying to build some, some extra time in there just in case, and maybe they can get you into the home a little bit quicker, but that's definitely something to realize that, you know, the inventory is very, very tight right now. Um, it's super competitive. Um, we see multiple, multiple, um, Uh, listings going over asking price. Um, We just had one go pending earlier this week that was well over asking price. We got, I just just about lost count of how many offers. I know we had over 10 offers on it, multiple over asking price and, you know, ended up going under contract well over asking price. I was, I was quite surprised.
1: Yeah. Now, but here's one thing when you are getting those uh, well over asking prices, the seller has the power at that point. You
0: know what I mean? Absolutely a seller's market.
1: It is. Seller has a major power on that point. And they can, even if their appraisal comes back low, be like, hey, I, you're going to come up a little bit or, or you're going to come up with the rest of the money or you're going to, we're going to put it back on the market and get another 10, 12 uh, offers on it.
0: Right. Because I mean, the way things are going right now, inventory is getting tighter. So those those price points are just going to keep on climbing for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think uh, our next randomness is virtual tours, (laughs) right? We have been doing a lot, a lot of virtual tours. I've been seeing, it it seems like even just in the past couple of weeks, an uptick in in people asking for that, wanting to do a virtual tour. So I thought it'd be a good idea to just kind of talk about what we do for a virtual tour. Um, You know, I know in the past I have done like a, you know, where I can record a video walkthrough, kind of narrate, showing everything. Right. But people really want to do, uh, even though that's going to be like a good high quality video, right. people would rather do something over FaceTime and, and, Zoom. and yeah, Zoom or WhatsApp Messenger. They want to do it in real time so that they can go, hey, you know, what was that back over here? Let's, you know, let's check this out. Let's look at that. Um, but yeah, so I thought it would be a good idea to mention some of the things. Um, of course, if you're looking to move to Central Florida, uh, Mo and I are both realtors here. we would be more than happy to help with your home search. We do Absolutely. the virtual tours. But you know, if you're looking in, in Pensacola or in Miami or a market that we don't necessarily serve, um, we can definitely get you connected with a good agent there. But maybe you're already working with someone that's you know maybe they're a little newer to it, so I want to go over some of the things that are a good idea. Things you want to make sure that you check out on a virtual tour. Make sure you have your agent check out. Um, right. I, I think one of the big ones is the air conditioning system. You might not think you know to actually open that that air handler closet and look at it, but you want to see. You know, what kind of condition is that air conditioning system in? Right. Because especially right now, hey, it's 65 degrees today. It's it's probably not running. Right. right. But you want to see, you know, what's the age of it? Does it overall look like it's in good condition? Of course, if you move forward with the purchase, you're going to want to get a home inspection and really have that all checked out. But Absolutely. definitely something that you might not think about on your normal, like day-to-day virtual tour. But definitely, you know, whoever's walking you through the home, have them open that up, look at the air handler, look at the unit outside, make sure everything is looking good there.
1: Right. Not only that, um, request the uh, seller to give us any kind of services that they've done on on that uh, air conditioning. A lot of the times the uh, service technician will put the dates and times that they've... uh, arrived and did service on the unit itself. So it'll be on the handler itself, what days they've come, uh, how recently it was done a, a service. So it is important that you do, uh, as a seller, do the do your due diligence and do the services on your AC because uh, that will definitely help your resale value. No matter how old the AC is, as long as you you know do the right thing by changing the filters, doing your, you know, twice a year services, uh, you know, adding Freon, whatever the case might be to, uh, you know, elongate the, uh, the, the the AC unit itself. Granted, after 15 years, the AC is go- it's, it's gone by then. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. definitely.
0: 15 to 20 years is about the life expectancy of an air conditioning unit here in Florida. And, you know, I'm thinking about this too. I, I do realize that there may be people that are moving to Florida that they live in a place where it's not common to have an air conditioning unit. So, right. when we say air handler, that's the part, that's basically the big fan that sits on the inside of the unit. That's you right. know the part that's inside the home. You've got another part Part that goes on the exterior as well, so it's kind of two different pieces there. But yeah, air handler is the part that's normally inside the home, usually right. in a closet. Sometimes it's in the attic. Sometimes it's in the garage. Right,
1: right. Uh, And and for the folks that are up north, we we use central heat as well. So (laughs) we don't have uh, those, uh, what are are those things called uh,
0: that are... uh, Like a a window unit or a mini split? A window
1: unit, yeah, or a split or, you know, a furnace. (laughs) We don't use any of that. Uh, We use central heat down here for those two days that we do get really cold. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, just like you mentioned, it it is very important that... uh, these things are checked out. Yeah, we're not AC experts at all. So it may look nice and shiny to us and all the numbers and everything looks great. But we don't know what the internal parts look like or what the uh, ducts look like. So it's important you do get an inspection done on that.
0: Yep. Absolutely. So something else you want to look for when you do a virtual tour, I'm going to kind of tie two together here is the yard. I mean, for some people that's going to be super important. Some people maybe not important at all, but you definitely want to you know, have them walk around the yard, especially like the backyard, check it out, right. especially if it's not fenced, get a good idea where the property lines are. Cause there are some instances where you might, you know, be looking at pictures or something and go, Oh, wow, I've got a huge yard, but uh, those pictures can be deceiving. Be a little <laughs> um, but then another one that I think people don't think about as much is what's the orientation of the house you know is it right. is it north facing is it south facing because the reality is you know during our summers the sun can be brutal in the evening yes. i mean august september you know uh, i love our house my personal home faces uh, to the south so the right. rear of the home faces north so basically we get the sunrise coming kind of off to the north northeast and then right. by the evening, the sun is setting on the other side. So our whole backyard is shaded by the house itself. So, I mean, that's the ideal situation. Right. However, some people might want one facing another way, especially if you've got a swimming pool back there. Right. And if you've got a swimming pool, maybe you want that evening sun so you can swim a little bit later. It's a little bit warmer, you know, or even later into the year. So it's, it all does come back kind of to personal preference, but that's definitely something you want to be looking at as well.
1: Right, like you mentioned, direction of the home—it's um, something we recently did. Uh, we had a southwest facing home, and that we just recently purchased as well. And we moved the lot so we can have the house northeast facing, <laughs> only because of of the sun and and whatnot. And it was a better lot too. But uh, it, it, we just like sunlight. We like uh, the. Um, the natural light that comes in the house, it helps you on your electricity bill too. <laughs> so you don't have to turn on all the lights in the house. So we did, we get a lot of windows uh, and having the sun, you know, touch your house at every, any point of the day. So having something north to south or south to north, you're going to have the sun touching your house at, 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 at every point of the
0: day. Yep, for sure. Except night. <laughs> so, all right. So another one is smells. And this is, you know, some some people might not think about it. Some people are really sensitive to smells, especially if you've got allergies or something like that. You know, if you're on a virtual tour, that person that's that's walking through with the camera may not, you know, point out any smells. I may not think about it. Right. But you definitely, you know, hey, d- does it smell like dog in there? <laughs> you know, right. Pretty does it smell moldy? Smell. Um, yeah. Does it smell moldy? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we definitely cannot diagnose mold, but you, you can kind of recognize that 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 musty right. smell, um, right. especially especially if it's a home that doesn't have power to it. I mean, that does happen sometimes, especially with right. like foreclosures and stuff. Um, it will be, you know, a home that doesn't have any power. They do tend to get that musty smell. So something you got to right. be cognizant of, but you know, I think if you're, you know, you're a home buyer, when you're walking through the home yourself, there's a lot of these little things that, that you think of and you just kind of instinctually do, you know, notice and do. Whereas if you're just looking at it over FaceTime or something like that, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't occur to you to look into these things. So that's why we're saying this, make sure you you ask about these things.
1: Right, right. A lot of home buyers, when they used to go into homes, well, they still do, and they still go into homes. That's one of the first things that that hits you is the, the smell of the home. So, if you are a home seller, bake some cookies before
0: show before that's a showing. <laughs> that, that's, that was it it like definitely uh, helps. That was like day one of real estate agent training, right? When you do an open house, bake cookies. <laughs> yeah, it,
1: it definitely helps the the ambiance and uh, how the. Uh, how the senses take over um, a showing of a house.
0: Yeah, they, it, it's it's surprising how much the the smell does matter. Uh, right. when you walk into a house. Yeah, for sure. The only other one I had on this list was the, the neighborhood. Um, right. You know, you want to check out the neighborhood as well, not just the house. Sometimes I've I've heard people say, yeah, we, you know, we did a virtual tour, but we actually started inside the house and finished inside the house. We didn't see the exterior. What's going on? And, you know, <laughs> you want to see not just the exterior and, and really all the way around the structure. Make sure that there's no, like, major cracks or anything like that. No foundation issues. But you also want to see the neighborhood. I mean, it could be you know, the most beautiful house in the world, but if all of the neighbors' houses are, you know, in in really poor repair, you might not want to move forward with that one. So, that's definitely something you want to be aware of as well. Right. We we just
1: have to be careful as realtors, too, that we can't steer you one way or the other. Uh, and We can't tell you, you know, you know what the crime rate is in that neighborhood or what whatnot we're, we're definitely going to send you links to do your own research on that um another good point that you mentioned yeah uh, the neighbors could have you know uh, a pink house with purple polka dots <laughs> <laughs> so it all depends on what type of hoa community you're living in or any yeah, hoa, an HOA yeah. <laughs> um, you know cars i've seen like you know a really beautiful house but the neighbors have, you know, cars sitting on cinder blocks and stuff like that. So it might be a car repair guy. I mean, you can't assume what it is. But uh, yeah, it, it, those are certain aspects that, I mean, loud music uh, coming from neighborhood. Well, like four houses down, six houses down, you can hear the loud music. Is that going to happen often? I'm not sure. But th- those are the type of things that, you know, you may want to point out to your clients.
0: <laughs> we, we do have in my neighborhood here, uh, somebody is definitely in a band and uh, they're a drummer and they practice in their garage. So when they are practicing, it is. You it definitely is hear loud. that. There, there there have been some complaints. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're in a HOA community, right? That's right. That's right. Some sound ordinance right there. Yep, yeah, I mean I I don't know there may be some sort of sound ordinance or some sort of HOA rule but I, I have no idea. Uh fortunately they're not too close to me so I don't but I I notice when I'm doing walks through in the neighborhood I have heard them before.
1: There you go. You got the little drummer boy down the road. That's right. <laughs> uh but those are some of the aspects I I believe that you you need to ask your realtor or or us uh to to look at, there are certain aspects that we may not even know that you want to see. Let us know about it, and you know, we'll definitely help you out and try to get that solved or get that answer for you. I my last class, my last client wanted me to measure walls because they were trying to you know set up their furniture and whatnot, and we'll yep. we'll measure walls for you too. <laughs>
0: That's right. Yeah, so. done that before.
1: Yeah, and it's it's normal because uh, a a lot of the rooms will say, you know, a 10 by 10 room. Is it exactly 10 by 10? That's why we put in our realtor remarks, you know, a home... uh, room measurements uh what does it say exactly room measurements
0: typically what most agents are going to put in the it's there's kind of a realtor only remark section that's not public facing and they will usually have some sort of disclaimer in there that says something along the lines of buyers and buyers agents to verify measurements something right right so it might be a 10 by 11 room they just don't know (laughs) or
1: 10.5 by 10.8 you know they're just taking. Uh, they're just taking the ten by ten. So yeah, you, you do your measurements as well. I mean, depending on what type of furniture you're planning on putting in
0: in the house. So yeah, do your measurements as well. All right. Do you have anything else to add, man? I think that's it. Like we said, just a, a nice little random episode. Hopefully next week we'll be able to have our guest on and, and have a nice interview. Uh, but until then, I'll let you wrap it up. All right. We want to
1: hear from you. What are your questions about moving to Florida? Let us know. Drop us a DM on Facebook or Instagram at moving to florida show and our and for twitter our handle is at moving to fl show if you like to connect with us if you have any questions or if you need a realtor in florida you can reach out to us at moving to florida show at gmail.com be sure to subscribe to the show and if you like our content so it will automatically download to your device and get you one step closer to moving to florida <laughs>